Today, we're watching Descendants 3. I assume the final film of this trilogy, because they're officially way too old to be teens. On Disney Channel Original Friendship. Come and take an hour and listen to delightful commentary. Our own drunk spin becomes totally divine now. So when you told me that tagline, I really thought you were going to be a little dark about it. And I was like, Maya. And then I realized what you're doing. But yeah, this is, this is a bittersweet, this is a bittersweet podcast for this movie because uh, I mean, anyone who listens to this is probably somewhat aware of the Disney Channel family and that Cameron who plays Carlos, Cameron Boyce who plays Carlos in these, in this franchise passed away before the, right before the premiere. And so yes. this is, I mean, it's going to be, he has a few non-Disney films coming out, but this right. is like his last Disney thing. And, and I, I've heard that it's, you know, the film is actually dedicated to him and that's wonderful, but it's, it's sad in that there's, I've heard rumors of Descendants 4. I feel like maybe it's just good to end at this because I think it would be really hard to see this franchise without him. I agree. And also the median age of all the characters is about 24. Yeah. No. How old is Boo Boo Stewart? He's 25 years old. Okay. Because oldest... I was like, he was in Twilight. And <laughs> Sophia is the oldest, isn't, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's 26. Yeah. And then Dove is what, 23? 23. And yeah, and then Cameron just had just turned twenty. Correct. Um, and China um, McLean oh yeah, is twenty as well. All right. I and, looked it up. I did. So research. fun fact that I didn't realize. So the Hook son from the last movie, who there had been like almost a boy on boy kiss in the last one, I guess between him and another guy. So Gaston's I, I son. It was supposed to be yeah, Gaston's Gaston son. son. Um, but he is actually dating Dove Cameron in real life. Oh, some I'm sure this is not news to anyone who actually watches like Disney things and follows all these people on Instagram. I I try and keep all my Disney Instagram people on the Disney Channel Instagram, because if not, I'd be following thousands of people and I would never go on Instagram because that would be terrifying. But I tend to go on to those things when I when I uh, am on the Dizzy Instagram. And it's not because I don't love everyone, but it's, you know, it's a very niche market of Instagrams, but they all have them and there's a lot of content. So that, but I, I've been on a lot lately, obviously because of the tragedy, it's been really interesting and, you know, wonderful to see the outpour of like love that the, that whole community has. And as a fan of Disney Channel movie, original movies in general, yeah, it's absolutely. really it is really nice to watch and see not saying that the, the circumstance is nice, but it is nice to see that they are a family because we all sort of feel a part of that uh, when we watch a Disney Channel original movie. Sorry to get serious for a second, but that's that's my little I, TED talk on Disney Channel original <laughs> movie uh, stars. Well, and, and those kids, it's uh, I think of it like a, a more intense summer camp type of situation. Um, I mean, in some cases, it is. Can't it is. Much. I mean, with the in dating and just they all go to school together and they really are family. And so it is nice to see them all rally around each other. 
Yeah, I just drank mm-hmm. from a straw and it was very weird sounding. I heard that. Um, I was like, why are you vibrating? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Question I ask myself every day. So, in case you have lived under a rock and don't know much about the descendants, we have reviewed the last two. You can look in our in our past history. I think the last one was summer 2017. I believe Alyssa Small was our guest. And then we did it solo uh, earlier. I think we did Descendants and Descendants 2, one after the other. Did so, uh, yeah, I believe that is the case. So, find, uh, so look into summer of 2017 and you will find it. Uh, but, yeah, so the Descendants 3... The teenagers of Disney's most infamous villains return to the Isle of Lost to recruit a new batch of villainous offspring to join them at Auradon Prep. And I feel like maybe they shouldn't call them villainous offspring. Maybe they should say the offspring of villains. Because, like, if you look at Dizzy from from the last movie, who was wonderful, she was not evil. At all. I believe that she's probably the thing that created that, that... this whole like exchange program probably right and there uh, was the cartoon so i'm gonna be real pissed if she doesn't go to oradon i'm sure she will and maybe it's gonna be like a, a descendants of the next generation type of situation oh, that could be what they do with the fourth um where it's just it's this they're introducing new kids and they're gonna get their little fun songs but we're also gonna i feel like this is the time truly in more ways than one that you're saying goodbye to the characters since they are adults. And I don't think well, and that... I, I believe I believe the Mal gets engaged in this one from what I've seen. Yeah, which from what I've seen. I'm like, I, I tried I'm to not avoid. Sure how it, I'm not sure I feel... I, that was just in the trailer. I'm not sure I feel about that just because she seems very young, but also... It, I don't know. It just uh, it seems sort of off brand for her character. But what are you gonna do? But I, something I sorry that go. might be part of the the pressure on the movie because it seems off brand for her to do. True. 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 So she might end up. Yeah, that'd be but, cool. But what I am excited about, I did hear Audrey's back. I don't think she was in the second one. I think she was on like foreign exchange. Audrey's back. Or something. They like said, actually, let me look at this. But so Audrey's played by Sarah Jeffrey. She was in the first one. She was uh, Mel's now betrothed uh, girlfriend. She's Audrey. She's Aurora's daughter. Daughter. Yes. Yeah. So she's. And... So yeah, she wasn't in two. And she's also in Charmed now. Yes. She plays the youngest sister on the new CW. Charm. So she's back though in this one, and I hear she has a fun arc. Like I don't know what it is. I'm hoping she's evil. Like I think that would be fun. But I've heard like I was looking at the music, just the trackless. But then it like was I, I only looked at like the first four songs. But she has a song, so I'm excited. This should be fun. Well, and she's uh, actually she was, a very good singer. Uh, yeah. So because I feel though she did not get the play. I think she's a very layered and nuanced character that they just had her sort of play a mean girl. But mm-hmm. if you look in retrospect, like Mal didn't have the best of intentions when she started this, and so I'm kind of excited to see where this goes. I know that Cheyenne McLean's back for as Uma, and I'm sure that's going to obviously play in. And then Cheyenne Jackson is going to be Hades, which I'm 
so excited about. <laughs> I love so Shia Jackson. I'm, I'm very excited. This seems like it, the budget was put to good use. <laughs> and I'm excited. Because I feel like the second one, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I, I think there were some good introductions of characters, but I wasn't super into it. I feel like it was, it, it fell victim to a lot of Disney's... Um, sequel uh, problems? Yeah, sequel problems. Um, yeah. Where when they ju- they just crank it out and you're like, mm. and I'm really hoping that this brings it back. It reminds me of the Aladdin movies that were direct to video. Ah, so you had the Return first of one Jafar. was great. Return of Jafar we, was shit. I, I actually watched Return of Jafar with Dan in New York, and it's, it's funny how much Dan remembered about that movie. But we were watching the animation. I'm like, this animation is awful, <laughs> like absolutely awful. It's worse than the Aladdin TV show. I think that's what Dan said, too. It was bad. Um, but, we'll do a whole podcast on these but movies the someday. the third Aladdin movie, uh, Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Yeah, because isn't he, his? you meet Aladdin's dad, as yeah. I recall. Spoiler! And it was really good, and it was also the return of Robin Williams. Yeah, which is great. So, I mean, let's see. I, I'm excited. I have great expectations for this movie, as do you, which brings us to our drink. Maya, I want to talk about our drink. We are drinking the grape expectation, which is grape juice. I used Concord grape juice, vodka, and I splashed just a little bit of soda water into it just to break it up because making it fancy. Well, also, it looks very dark. Um, <laughs> it's it's very dark, and I think grape juice in general is kind of heavy. Yeah, it's a heavy it's a heavy beverage. Grapes yeah. in general, heavy beverage, heavy mm-hmm. uh, heavy thing, except for when you hold them. Yeah, and we wanted a purple drink be- to honor Mal uh, because purple does seem to be a very heavily used color in these films dark but also yes the dark purple but man there is no weirder look than a a uh, grocery store clerk who is checking out just one container of grape juice for you they're like you're an adult woman (laughs) what are you doing get wine or get orange juice make a choice (laughs) like who who does that who does that but i went I went and I uh, I walked down to the little corner market that's like two blocks down from my house. And um, the nice gentleman there um, uh, always keeps lots of weird random things stocked in his store. Well, that's nice of him. And so I was like, well, I'm going to find grape juice here. I just have a feeling. Don't need to go to the 7-Eleven. And I walked in and it's a giant Costco size container. <laughs> Oh, that's juice. hilarious. <laughs> to be a fly on that wall. So Adam, so he, well, the the guy's complimenting me on my choice. He's telling me that grape juice is very good for me and that he also has one of them in his own home. <laughs> but uh, Adam asked me wow, if you just he made could this have creepy. a drink. <laughs> and I, he was like, can I have a drink of some, some of the grape juice? I'm like, you can have more than a drink. I'm not going to drink all this grape juice. Who do you think I am? <laughs> I am not a monster. <laughs> Here's my grape juice. I'm not backed up either. That's prunes, I know, but still. Uh, it's all, it's all in probably, the same family. It's it's that sugary stuff, I think, does things to you. We shouldn't be talking it's, about that. This isn't a medical no, podcast. No one needs this to is... know about that. All right, well, Maya, let's get to it. This I'm excited. 
I am excited, which is probably not the best way to approach this. I'm feeling the same level of excitement. Uh, I'm like, oh, I can't wait. And I'm like, oh, what if this is really bad? What if this is like Camp Rock 2 bad? Don't be thinking about it like that, girl. Oh, and we are watching this on the Disney Now app. Thanks, Disney mm -hmm. Now, for having so much Descendants material right now. And also just, yeah, you can watch all three of those movies just to on get yourself Now up. right now. Yeah. I almost did it, but then I forgot. And that's actually what I've been, I should have been doing today. Eh, you know, you'd work. I, I worked and then I played with a cat and then I walked to the store. This is like the, your new life story. And, then and I mine. watched murder shows. And then I watched some murder shows and almost fell asleep and then got up. All right. Well, here we are. It's a great Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I think you just won it. Okay, well, let's go watch it. All right. Well, then we'll be back after these messages. Today's podcast brought to you by Grape Juice and Vodka. It's like red wine for Maya. <laughs> and I cried. <laughs> oh, God, me too. Oh, I cried. And I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, Maya, I am the first to say... I don't want I don't want to give the descendants like unnecessary praise because of the fact that I feel like the franchise itself has gotten pretty big for its britches. Agreed. I think that there were parts that definitely could have been retooled. Mm -hmm. But this might have been my favorite decom I've ever watched. It was so good. And I had it feelings. Was, when it Audrey was so, Oh my god. Oh my god, the twists, all the twists. There were when, so many twists. When Audrey goes bad, I literally out loud, I was just standing in the kitchen and I went, oh my God. And then I called the, it. The guys in, in, in my home were like, what, what? And I was like, oh, um, and I went, uh, the Audrey's daughter, evil. the daughter of a sleeping beauty is a villain. And they're like, but it was so necessary. It was such a necessary line of like, and Hades like brought it back dang. when he was like, so why is it that when one of us does something bad, it's, it's lock them up. And one of you does something bad and it's redeemable. Yeah. That almost made me cry a little bit. Oh man. Like the twists of Hades, like, and his role, I totally thought he was going to have a different role. I absolutely loved Cheyenne Jackson in this. I loved what he did. He, there was a level of conclusiveness to this film now. Mm -hmm. And I think a big part of it was because of him and what he did. I just realized because my computer said elevated, you can't really see my face. <laughs> there you go. But there was so much to that. And I also loved once it, spoilers, that when it's revealed that it's her dad, like, I, I didn't even notice it until they did that reflective song towards the end where you get to see all her hair moments. And I'm like, oh, her hair's, her hair's blue and purple now. Yeah. And it's her two sides. And I was like, oh, I fucking love that. Good job, makeup and hair. It had, good job. It had so many, like, really good <laughs> uh, subtleties. I just, I love this movie. And then it made me cry. Uh, like, just the movie part made me cry. Yep. And then they have and then, this, and then this post-credit uh, sequence that made me because uh, they used to always do bloopers. I think was what they were doing yeah. at the end of the other. And two. I saw and what, just a little. And they did a whole thing on camera and without making it like an in memoriam, but they were basically just speaking of his accomplishments. Oh, when he was little. Just oh my god, his screen test and him making Michelle Obama laugh. That was great. Oh god. 
That Did was you great. know that the, the his co-star who played his brother in Jesse and Bunked was like his roommate? No. I gotta say that I liked the themes of this movie. I liked the, you know, uh, nothing is black and white. Um, oh, I loved it. The the despite the fact that everybody seems to think in shades of black and white and villain and non-villain, and um, also. Uh, I learned something new about Aerodon and Aerodon? Aerodon? Aerodon. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Aragon's the dragon. Aerodon. Aerodon. It's actually Oridon, I'm pretty sure. A. I think it is Oridon. Anyway, I think you're trying to make it Oregon. Oregon. In Portland. And Beaverton is the aisle. Beaverton is the aisle. That's only funny if you've ever been to the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've been there. Like, I spent the night in Beaverton at my friend's house. Corvallis. <laughs> it's like Corvallis, yeah, yeah. Corvallis and Eugene, really, but yeah, they're closer. <laughs> Sorry, this was such a that's such a like inside baseball joke. Just we love look we, at a map, we love guys. all cities in Oregon. Yeah. Ashland and Medford. <laughs> I get Shakespeare fest. I just, I loved, I loved how, um, what, what did you not know about Oridon? Oh, right. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I, now I, I remember. Uh, sorry. Cause we started <laughs> off on a riff and then I know um, I'm, I'm the keeping fact us that on there message. are no adults that actually work anywhere except for fairy <laughs> godmother and the beast's mom and dad. I'm sorry. I also like not the beast's mom and dad and the grandma. I also well, the grandma doesn't do anything except for just like belittle her granddaughter. I was like, wow, you suck. Um, she grumbles. Also, I was super confused how Evie had that house. I was like, wait, like, how do you pay rent? I got a deal. I love that yeah, she was, was so like, ambiguous about it because I'm like, what did you do? It's like maybe she's a little evil still. Maybe a little. Bit. No, I think it's she just sold the clothes. I have to say, I love Evie. Yeah. I love Evie as a character, but that song when she's like about to kiss the guy, uh, her boyfriend, I'm just like, at a certain point, I'm like, this is so unnecessary to this plot. Sha la 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 my oh but my, I, I looked like the girl too shy, she gonna miss the boy, whoa, whoa. That would have been Too bad he is asleep. Also, when she kissed him and he woke up, there was no... And that's there's no conversation. But there was they, nothing, was like just nothing that. And like they literally have, they never address it through the rest of the that's film. It. That's that was it. that was one of my pet peeves about it. I also wish that the original four parents had come back. Yeah, I think we. I think that with that budget, they could have like cut down a little bit on the dragon scene to bring Kristen Chenoweth back for like a half day. Just like half a day, I would have really loved to see her. Oh, I'd love to see all of them. Um, but I mean, it was good having. I, I loved Kathy the Hades, Jimmy. I really Ben. Like her too. Yeah, oh yeah. I loved the Hades. Ben. Ben is his name. I always forget. It's so forgettable to me <laughs> for some reason. Um, I liked him when he was a and beast. Hades is, with, when he, oh yeah, and that when was fun because I was waiting for that in the second movie. Um, I thought that was going to happen in the second movie. And then when he went all like furry face with the fangs, I was really hoping he was going to stay that way. Yeah. Um, I was disappointed. I really enjoyed that, though. I really enjoyed that. I I like that Jane ended up being, like, the smart cookie that was able to, like, survive all of it. 
mm-hmm. and like completely unscathed. Jane's and like, oh, enchanted, her, oh, enchanted leg, BRB. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go jump in that so nothing happens to me. And Chad it's is like, like nice. ooh. I Chad also really liked Chad. Mal- yeah, Chad being Chad. I liked um, Mal's brief stint as like the ugly witch. <laughs> it was like cute. the ugly. Oh god, she that was, was fun. All slow. Yeah, that was that was real fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I always forget about the different connections between the fairy tale characters. So like at one point when when Gil, uh, when like the beast has the thorn in his paw and Carlos is taking it out and everything because Carlos is really good with animals and how Gil's like, yeah, my dad said his dad can't really handle pain. And I forgot that like. The connection of Gaston and Beast, and I was like, oh, that's great. I like that. I was mad that Harry became a womanizer because they alluded to him being gay in the second one. Yeah. And then this one, he's like all like up and and ends up with Audrey. But, uh, which I mean makes sense, I suppose. But but Gil didn't. But I kind of liked the the J the J Gil bromance was pretty adorable. Well, it could be a romance too. I mean, they're going to take a gap year and travel the world together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that. I liked how they were just like eating berries and discussing life. It was pretty cute. Like, fruit is amazing. I loved how just... Jill was like, oh, cantaloupe. And he starts eating it. And he's like, those are grapes. Oh, it's like grapes. having a Martian. Um, no, and I like how that cake just slowly was getting eaten by everyone except Jane. Jane never. Throughout the I don't think Jane ever got the cake cake because everyone was slowly taking everyone ate very small pieces yeah and just had serious conversations over that cake which i found really funny it looked Um, delicious and i'm not a cake person i think it was celia was that the new little girl's name Uh young girl's name yeah, I felt really bad though because I totally because Princess uh, the Princess and the Frog is definitely probably my least watched mm-hmm. for no other reason than I just don't own it. Like it's it's never it's now available on Netflix. I found out today because I was like, is it available on Netflix? Because I was then like, I want to oh, watch it. it. I, I thought they took yeah, it it's on Netflix. Oh, cool. It well, it looked like it was on today. Um, this just in, but I felt bad because since I've seen it less. The, I didn't connect who that was. Oh, I And so I until until you got introduced to him, and I'm pretty sure the guy who plays him it was one of the choreographers for the movie. Oh. It was yeah. just, it was, I... Yeah. Um, don't, don't quote me on that, but I liked him. He was fun. Now, I did find a mistake in this entire film. So there is a scene in Evie's cottage where, sorry, uh, Uma gives the ember Hades ember back and um (laughs) uh Mal takes it and then she reaches down like she's putting it in her pocket but she has no pocket and I was like why are you making Mm -hmm. that gesture don't you know what you're wearing she put it in her underwear like you don't have pockets girl stick it in your bra you're a grown-up yeah but this is a Disney movie you're a grown-up you're engaged they did some I, sort of adulty thing when, like, he was all furry in the face, and she's like, mm, I like that. And I was like, um... This isn't cowbells. Wow. What? <laughs> no sexuality right. here. Yeah, no, that's that was an... Uh, I didn't notice that, but that's an interesting point. Yeah, she's I, like, mm, and he's like, mm. 
right back and I was like, uh, okay, guys, I get it that you're getting married and that you're adults, but won't somebody think of the children? How do you, how do you, how do you dig that uh, great expectations and your great expectations? Were you satiated in both? I was, actually. Um, uh, That's good. One issue, though, is that grape juice is very sweet. Yes. So it's hard to have... Uh, a lot of it? M- more than one. Yeah. it's y- You definitely water it down. Yeah, you gotta I will, water it I will down. acknowledge. I've switched over now. Because it's... Yeah. It's just... I mean, it's delicious. It's just like, oh. So, guys... If you're gonna drink along with us, drink sparingly. Like maybe maybe do a little more vodka, a little more seltzer, and I'm gonna include. I think seltzer should be in the because I added that at one point and it was much better. It, it is so much better. I think, when you just thin it. Yeah, because I think we're just adults. We have refined palates. Our grape juice has to be watered down. I think my favorite romance or my favorite coupling, my ship, my my Stan, would have had to have been Mal and Uma though, because my goodness. I loved it. I love Uma. Like I liked her in the last one too, even though she was like bad. But I now really that enjoyed I think her. about it. I mean, I get that she was bad. The thing is, is that technically speaking, throughout all of the movies, the, I mean, well, the first movie, technically Mal was the bad guy. I guess more her mom. But in the second movie, although technically Uma was a bad guy, she had a good reason. And her motivation and that, but that's, was... That's the thing, though, with, that we're learning in this one, is everyone had a reason and motivation, and it's what you do with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so, no, I, I get what you're saying, though. I'm not refuting the fact that she had reason and motivation, but, like, that just became more and more clear. And I think that was a beautiful thing about this movie, mm-hmm. is I hope it's the conclusion, because I think it really wrapped it all up. I just thought it was great, because it's just like... Nobody is just good or bad. They're all of that. And you can't just decide that just because they happen to be the child of a villain, that they're a shitty person. Or maybe that they've been, like, shot upon in life. Right. But I did love Mal and Uma. And then also Mal and Audrey, sort of their conversation. Because Mal, though Audrey was not, like, the nicest person, Mal did kind of take everything that she had built mm-hmm. for so many years. And never apologized. And, and was never kind apologized. of a bitch. And, and never just, and never, and like, she, and then she went off for a year and like no one's ever addressed it. And then she's just getting crap from her grandmother. So yeah, she, she went evil. And I gotta say that song was great. Like I loved her. I oh, loved. so good. Like a lot of the songs were just really enjoyable to me. Mm-hmm. I, I love Katie's and Mal's song. Yeah, uh, Hades and Mal song, Mm -hmm. Mades. That's their their name. Uh, That was lovely. Um, I I mean, it was so much fun. Like, a lot of these songs were just so much fun, which, you know, I often, like, will roll my eyes a little bit, but, like, I I can enjoy that. Like, I enjoyed it. I like that even though... This film brought me joy. Yeah, I felt joy. (laughs) I was really happy, even though I cried. Um... I was like, I think this the is, crying's understandable. I was though. Like, this is a great movie, and I love the lesson, and I love the story, and it feels like that was the lesson. It was like a lesson that cut through all three movies, and that this was like the final conclusion of that lesson. Is that it like, makes 
Yeah. Yeah, it made sense. Like, it made, like, a lot of the things that happened in the other two movies make more sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes when you only see the black and white of it or you only see, like, one person's point of view from it, Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to relate to it. And I think they did a really good job of encompassing a lot of people's opinions and a lot of people's feelings and a lot of people's insecurities. Like, Mal wasn't necessarily making the best calls because it was based on fear and prejudice, which is what she was getting the brunt of in the first movie. Mm -hmm. And so she had to grow from that. And she had to learn to be true to her word and, like, to not be dishonest about that, but also to fight for the small guy, even if it was scary. She was Um, so afraid of losing everything. Yeah. That she nearly lost everything. Um, Mm -hmm. Which is a real... It's a real human thing. What I found interesting in this movie is that all of these lessons have been told a million times. um, But for some reason, they felt fresh and not derivative. Like, you know, don't judge a book by its cover and, like, give people second chances. And It didn't feel force-fed, which is so funny because, like, I, I always am a little skeptical of the musical movies. Mm-hmm. But I had the same thing with Let It Shine where I was just like pleasantly delighted by it. And I'm having the exact same feeling with this movie. Oh yeah, so good. So good. So it's good. it's in my top 5 no matter what now. Uh I think this one's in I, my top 5 too. It was just Yeah, I, I I mean, I have recency bias, so I have to give it some time, but it's like one of my favorites that I've ever watched. But Maya, do you have a a favorite and least favorite moment in this movie? Um My favorite moment was any scene with Cheyenne Jackson. God damn it, you took mine too. Same, same, <laughs> completely. He stole the fucking show. He's oh, so good. Loved him. Oh. He's so good. He was so good. He pushed the story along in the right ways. He didn't... Um... He was incredibly... He was scary yet relatable. <laughs> yeah, he didn't hog the screen. And, um, and she was like, you left me. And he's like, I left your mom because she was intense. And she's like, well, my mom didn't leave me. And he's like, well, maybe I gave you something by leaving. Maybe you used that for something. And she's just like, oh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And he's like, look, I mean, and then I liked when uh, Celia, when they were walking out and Celia said, um, oh, so that's why he's always asking about you. And that. And that did affect her even, that affected Mal, even though Mal pretended like it didn't. Because it meant that even though he did stay away, because that's what you're supposed to do. Also, I'm going to also say that he is a Greek god, and Greek gods don't generally hang out with their kids. Greek gods are the OG absentee parents. Yeah. Yeah. Make that meme. (laughs) (laughs) Please. For the love of God, please. For the love of gods, please make that meme. I have read, I've, I've, I've. I've read actual mythology. I've read all the Percy Jackson mythologies. And I, 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 I took mythology courses. Yeah, yeah. Did you take classical at U of M? Yeah. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, I loved it. So good. Great class. But it just seemed like, well, I mean, <laughs> and I feel kind of like an asshole a little bit because I'm like, well, I mean, he's a god. He's a god, Mal. He gets a pass. He was never going to hang out with you, even if he stayed married to your mom. <laughs> Also, would love to see that rom-com of Maleficent and Hades. They're meat cute. <laughs> They're cute meat. They're cute meat. <laughs> they met over like a, a spick of, of wild boar. <laughs> it was cute meat. It was so cute. 
50. It was, was it 30 to 50 of them? Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, what was your least favorite part, Maya? That's really hard, actually. Let me, I need a name. Evie's boyfriend, who's the... Uh, Doug. Right, Doug. That's Doug. Doug. Um, I... Doug, whom you loved in the last movie, I believe. Yeah, and I was not particularly fond of Doug and... Any interaction. I just don't think Doug I just don't Evie. think they really knew too much what to do with Doug, and also a little bit with Evie this time. Like they figured out how to. You, they their problem with the second movie was they were a little unsure with Carlos and Jay what to do with them, and then they figured it out. But then this one, it felt it's it always feels like they just they don't know. There's the the core four, mm-hmm. like that rhymes. Um, the core four. I think the biggest struggle is to make sure you have a plot for each of them. Right. And Evie's, but Evie's big thing didn't have anything to do with Doug. And in a Mm -hmm. lot of ways, I was like, why is Doug here? I did like that moment, though, where, like, Uma's just like, uh, like, chill out. And and she's like, she's emotionally involved. (laughs) (laughs) Best part of that scene. Also, I... I did not like how nothing happened when they kissed because I've been watching way too much Once Upon a Time and True Love's Mm -hmm. Kiss causes some rainbow effect. (laughs) Uh, So what's hilarious, Maya, is I think maybe for the first time you and I have the exact same least and favorite moments. Because I was like, what the fuck is that? Least favorite and favorite moments. (laughs) Now what? Yeah, no, and like there was no... There was no discussion later. There was no kiss later. There was nothing or no, like, him grabbing. Like, you know how they could have easily solved this? Like, they could have done it the way they did it. And at the end, after, like, they've all all the people have, like, like they've opened up the gateway, mm-hmm. the, the rainbow bridge, as it were, he, Doug could, like, in one of the dance moves, could dip her, kiss her, and be like, I love you. Or just, like, simple. Or say she could say something like, I can't believe we did it. And... And, like, Mal says something to her, and he's like, and that's why I love her. Or just something, like, a throwaway line for most, but, like, have that weight. Their relationship. It would have been so easy to fix it. Yeah, their relationship lacked any kind of passion. I just did not believe that they were together in any way, shape, or form. They seemed like yeah. they were, like, really good friends. Well, and the thing is, it, they had so much more chemistry in the second one that maybe I, maybe something happened between the actors. Maybe they really dated in real life and then broke up. Well, maybe it did not end well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. But no, but it's exact same girl. Same girl, same. Yeah. I, I love that we're on the complete same page with this so, like, one. It's so exciting. Where did your I also was listening. Go? I was listening when I was editing our last our last podcast mm-hmm. uh, for Proof Point, and I got like incensed towards you at one point and I was like wow I don't think I've ever like and it wasn't like I was mad it wasn't like I was mad at you but it was that I had said something and you tried to fact check me on it and I was like no oh yeah 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 that was great no I love that and I like and I just like don't fucking at me (laughs) I know and I was like oh damn Oh, but damn. it was funny because, like, I, 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 it was clear I wasn't mad, but I was, like, listening to it. I'm like, oh, man, anyone who doesn't know us might think I was actually, like, mad at Maya. 
Well, as long as you know, I'm not mad at you. It's like the other night when you were texting me and I was organizing stuff and I I sent like quick messages because I was like under a box and you're like, are you angry? And I'm like, no, I'm just organizing. Do you know why I thought that you were angry? Why? Because he sent me OK and they were both capped. And so I'm like, oh, just the, oh, that was my voice text. Yeah, no, 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 no. I got that later. I did understand that later because I looked at it and then I went, oh, Because I was texting you from my watch and that's one of the options when you like say, okay, that's what it pops up Mm -hmm. to. So in general, like with, uh, with that. And then later on, I was just like, oh, I I feel bad. Like I didn't mean to sound angry. I was, I was literally just trying to clarify because I was organizing and I was like planning. (laughs) Yeah. Like literally that was how it was for me. I was like, oh, okay. And then you're like, like, the the next day you're like, on further inspection, (laughs) I think we should do this. I'm like, all right, that works too. Yeah, no, I was just like, it's all good. No, but I did think it was like super fun because this is how it, when I first read it, this is, I heard, I was like, so blah, 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 blah. And and then you said, okay. Because God knows I'm like that when we communicate. Well, that's why I was so confused (laughs) because you're not like that. Uh, I think some 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 substance may have altered your brain chemi- yeah, chemistry for a minute. <laughs> I think that that's definitely true. No, I think it was really funny because I was like, well, even at the time I was like, I don't believe that I'm interpreting this correctly. I don't <laughs> at all. But I'm going to ask to just check because I think that's important that we it's are all open. It's all love, Maya. And then it's all love. after that, I'm just going to believe what you said. No. <laughs> I appreciate that. that. Um, um, no, I, I just was, I, w- I was just like, oh yeah, the, the only reason I, I was just trying to explain my thinking, I was like, oh yeah, I just figured because this worked with this and this worked with this. Cause guys, a lot of thought for, a, it may seem like we're lackadaisical, but a lot of thought goes into the drinks we choose, the movies we choose, like how we choose to express it. Like we put a lot of thought into the content we give you. So mm-hmm. I know it may seem like we're chill and laid back, but believe me, we are the most OCD high maintenance bitches you're ever going to meet. <laughs> yeah. Actually, not you. You're, you're not a bitch. Well, OCD and high maintenance. Yes. Sometimes not I can be, I can, I can be bitchy. That, mm. I mean, we all can be bitchy, especially if we haven't had our nachos. No, it's funny. Man, you know it's I, fair week in Missoula, by the way. Oh, God. I, get me a Viking. Go and get me a, a Viking. I want a Viking I was in, and I want Big Sky nachos. Um, So I have a question for you, Adair. What? Was it worth it? Oh, it was so fucking worth it. Let me search it. How about you, Maya? Was it worth it? Uh, one hundred. One p. One hundred p. One hundred. That's a that's a that's a millennial phrase that one or a Gen Z phrase that one of my friends has been using. One hundred p. And and it is, it's, so it's funny because he sent a little thing that was saying like when your friend uses a Gen Z term at first you're annoyed by it and then you use it ironically and then you start using it in your vernacular, mm-hmm. and it's one hundred percent correct. It's 100p correct. Yeah. But it is the most obnoxious thing. I'm like, I have become my own worst enemy. Uh, but I say certain things now because of him that I'm just like, hmm. I'm never forgiving you for this. I guess this I'm is never just, forgiving you. This just lives in my vernacular. I mean. Yeah. I'm like, I say lit I now. now. You say what? It just, it's lit. Like it's lit. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I my, just yeah. I don't even know who I am anymore. My house know. is about my, to get I, lit. Yeah, I'm I'm a little jelly in my belly. Maya, mm-hmm. I got a question for you. Yeah. What would you have named this movie if it wasn't Descendants 3? I wouldn't do Which I do anything. like that they kept it just Descendants 2, Descendants 3. I'm like, thanks. Okay, I wouldn't cool. do anything to change it. It was just right. I, it's not perfect because nothing is perfect, but even no, with but, its no, flaws... No, 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 Maya. I love I'm it. saying like if, it, if, the, if the first two movies weren't called Descendants 1, Descendants 2, oh. what would you call it? Because I agree. For the franchise, it works. It's perfect. It works. Don't change a thing. It's not like I would want Stranger Things 3 to become Stranger Things. Mall madness. (laughs) (laughs) But. I would call this Audrey's Revenge. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like it so good. She deserved it. She did. She did deserve it to a certain degree. And she got. I mean, I think she was she was a bit much. But no, I thought. I get it. Cackle. Was was so good. It was so. And good. they did a really good job of misleading us and making us think Mal was about to go bad, which I liked. With the with the shot to the heart. Well, when they in uh, there's some trailers. There's some uh, where they're like their worst enemy yet, and and you see a lot of it's a lot of purple, which I think was very uh, very intentional uh-huh. choice, and a lot of swearing, but you never see a face, but the hair is purple, and you're like, oh. Well, and I never realized Mal, what's it. What's going on? But. Does marriage really scare you this much? But Mao and Audrey have the same color schemes, except one's pastel mm-hmm. and one's dark. And I never really realized it until this movie, because this movie particularly, they wore pretty much the same colors, except... Kenny Ortega, you tricky bitch. I mean, it was... Like, Did you notice how much more pastel Mal was at the end? Yeah. I was like, whoa... I never noticed colors like this before. I'm like, why is she wearing that? I mean, it's she cute. comes in colors Did you see everywhere. The, in that she comes her hair. She's like a rainbow. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you, you, did you see though that no matter what she wears, she always wears something with dragon wings on it somewhere. So no. even when she wore that pretty pastel dress when her dad came to save Audrey, she had a hairpin in the bag that was dragon wings. Ooh, so now this gives me a great excuse to go back and watch Descendants 3 again tonight after we're done podcasting. Really I'm very should, excited. Was... I've noticed as I get closer to the mic, I sound more like I'm on NPR, but NPR as done by Parks and Rec. That's Hello, awesome. I'm Adair Rice. That I'm, uh, I'm co-hosted with uh, Maya Millslow. Hi there, everyone. How are we're you? We're substituting for Austin Logan and Dan Quarry. Who are substituting for Cameron Faring and Dan Crary. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I get a kick out of myself. I get a kick out of you. Hey, dear, what would you have renamed this movie? Um, why did I talk like that? It sounded so weird. <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah, that was weird so, that you just threw your voice that so way. Just, is, is so just, like I said, like, like I said, what would you, what would you name this? I would call it Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I was really excited about it. Hold on. <laughs> Thank you. That's for slow clapping. Okay. Oh, Let me rewrite let that. Let me rewrite it. <laughs> well, we've had a fun time. We had a great time. Also, this Audrey might have is been... good at playing witches. 
Oh my god, yes, she is. Because she's pretty good on Charmed as well. And, uh, you know, this isn't a CW podcast, but I do recommend it. Everyone. It will become that once we run out of decoms. <laughs> what I've learned is that's what we will become. We're just going to watch episodes of Vampire Diaries and then the originals and then uh, whatever the other one's called. School uh, time high. Well, let, Legacies. Legacies, that's it. The Descendants. <laughs> CW's Descendants. So, so it's so not yeah, confused they... Disney Descendants. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, and guys, around this time, because this podcast is coming out a little bit after uh, we were recording it, you'll need to tune in. There's an awesome new podcast by Secret Weapon Productions. Uh, it's going to be pretty good, I think, maybe. It's going to be what we what we millennials call lit. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. So so uh, it's it's called Maya Splaining by our very own Maya Millslow. Why, and that's me. Release date undetermined, but most likely around the release date of this podcast, which is very, very exciting. And I'm so excited to to hear your podcast, Maya. I wonder what it's going to be like. Uh, Well, I hope everyone likes it. I think it's going to be fun. Um, We're doing a lot of work on it um adair is mm-hmm. producing it and so i, I am I'm producing really, it. i'm really excited i like that i pretend that. to have no idea about any of it me too no because you're like and it's I, called my so i'm like oh really wow and you're but you're producing it and you're uh, amazing and wonderful and supportive and i really do hope everyone likes it well thank you very much for creating this beautiful thing and uh i actually guys if you're a fan of disney channel original friendship there you go <laughs> for some reason i want to say music i don't know why alcohol maybe um if you're a fan of disney channel original friendship and this hilarious banter you should tune into the first episode because maya has me as a guest and it's it's great uh it's it's a lot of talk about a really garbage show but if you've ever wondered hey i like them talking about movies what would them talking about TV shows be like? That's the first episode of my explaining. Indeed, indeed. And that's great, but yeah. Ch- check out Secret Weapons uh, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and we'll be plugging the shit out of it. Uh, we're really, really excited to have a new pod. And tell all and, your friends. Yeah, tell all your friends. And I mean, tell your mom, too, because... I think your mom would Maybe like she it. watched the show too. Yeah, I bet your mom would like it. She's such a nice lady. She is so cool. She always brought us snacks in high school. So tell and, your mom. And also, doesn't she deserve some entertainment? Maybe something fun? Yeah. Have you ever thought that maybe you should stop and think about your mother once in a while? Give her a call? Did I ever tell I you mean, when my mom first I get got it. a smartphone? You're 20 she years asked old me how. You don't need your mom. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I got distracted. I, I'm 31 and I still need my mom. Uh, did I ever tell you about the time when my mom got a smartphone and she asked me how to download the podcasts? <laughs> Our podcasts? <laughs> I don't actually know if she's ever listened to them, though. I'm not 100% sure. Mom, if you're listening, I love you. Hi, Marcy. I love you. I'll, I'll see you in like um, a month. Yeah, a mo- less than a month now. Hey, Maya. Yeah. I'll, I'll be in Seattle in like less than a month if you want to chill. Uh, you're busy. Probably. You're busy. God. I got. You suck. I just got a lot going on. My life is very involved. It, it's true. You have a cat now. I have a cat uh, now. 
Welcome to my life. Uh, I got an email from the Humane Society at, saying they wish that they had a hundred families as good as me. <laughs> they want a hundred cat ladies. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you want people that are as insane as me. <laughs> I love it. It made me feel really good. Well, you're a pretty great, you're a pretty great, great animal mom, and I, I try. I'm very, I'm very attached to them, and don't want anything to happen to them. Aww. Also. Have Maya, I think you've talked about wanting to listen to audiobooks mm-hmm. and Armada, which is an Ernest Klein, the Ernest Klein's new book. Mm-hmm. He did Ready Player One. It's not new, new. It's not the new, new, but uh, it's also it's voiced by Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Yeah, like the it's read by Will Wheaton. So and also so is Ready Player One. Yes, but I I, yes. I was I'm listening to it and I was like, God, I need to tell Maya about this. They talk about like lots of arcade games and science fiction and stuff i think you'd enjoy it oh, it's fun it's not as it's I not do. as in your face with the pop culture but it's still in your face it's I'm like i get it Ernest. you were you're into the uh he's a nerd the pop culture yeah, yeah i mean like he's like me if i was in my in your face about it mm-hmm. as my, eh, there's certain things i don't know uh. that he knows but also i was born in the 80s i was born in the 80s that's not true. I was born in 1979. I, I was supposed to say, you are not, because you are four years younger than my sister. I was almost born in the 80s. I was just I was just off by a few months. That's like me saying I was almost born in the 90s. That's true. Because I was born in July of 88. But I was born in November of 79, so that's like... Uh, yeah, actually, yours is so much more valid. I'm going to have to edit all of this out because it's like t- too there. much information it's about us. Way too much personal information. I'm just, it's just going to have that Disney, that like, that, that like little noise that the Disney, that it makes when you're about to like go into the Disney Now app. You know that noise. You know exactly the noise I'm talking about. Every time you go on the Disney Now app, it goes, and you're like, whoa. Sometimes it goes, yeah, you got it. You got it. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm just going to edit all of it out just, with the and put the Disney noise. Just do uh, the the thing that I did. Yeah. And yeah, that's exactly. That's that. all they need. Also, may I ask you what's your Disney Now profile picture? Uh there's a little girl. I've I've meant to with, ask you every time I've gone into the app. Uh a girl with little pigtails? No. Uh um, Can you show her to me? Where is she? There she is. This is really relevant and interesting to people who Can listen to us, right? Oh man, it looks like you. I know. Well, actually, it looks like Elizabeth, but yeah, Elizabeth I just like was you. like, oh, that's good. I'm gonna do that one. Mine also looks a lot like me. Would you like to see it? Yes. We're gonna hear the also, noise. Also, I. Ooh. <laughs> that was perfect. My microphone just. Went- Yep. You're gonna have to hold it first. Oh, that does look just like you. For anyone who wants to know, it's actually Sully from Monsters Inc. (laughs) It isn't me. Uh, Maya, this movie was delightful. This drink was sweet but delightful. This it was like this conversation was super delightful, and your new podcast is crazy awesome, delightful. 
I am so excited about this year to come. I'm so excited about all the Disney Channel original movies we're going to watch. And I'm so excited about our friendship. As drunk as... It sounds like the end of something. It's not. I'm just happy. Can I ask you a real quick question? Oh, God. Is it if I'm on drugs? No. I can't answer that. This is the question. Okay. Would you say... I'm not on drugs, by the way. It was a joke. Delighted? Everything's delightful. Are you delighted? I'm dare-lighted. You're dare-lighted. All right, guys, we have loved it. We have drank some stuff. And we also loved it some more. And then we loved it some more. And then we talked about it a lot. And then we went off on a lot of tangents, as we do when we're happy. Because I think we go, we're a lot more to the point when we don't like the movie. I've noticed the podcasts that are the shortest are very often the movies we absolutely love and we have nothing to say because we love it so much. Mm Or we hate it so much that we just just want to be done with like, it. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Double teamed is very a very short podcast. I did not um, like that movie. We neither of us. It, what was funny was I, I when I sent the the file to Dan and stuff. He was like, "Oh my god, Double teamed! I loved it." And I'm like, "Oh, actually, hold on. I bet I have this. Uh, I'll I will I will read what I said to Dan regarding this movie." Actually, I'm just going to search double teamed. There's a lot of porn in my text, so that's going to be fun. Um, Okay, so uh, here we go. Totally forgot to text you. This is me. Totally forgot to text you that the new Dizzy is up in the file. Okay, I'll get it ASAP. Can you give me some copy ideas so I can post it? And then he and then he went, I love Double Teamed, in all caps. And I said, it's a movie called Double Teamed. And our drink was uh, was we each did vodka, but in two different ways. The movie is about very tall twins who are good at sports, and their dad pushes them to go to di- a different school so they can get scholarships. It's pretty much the worst example of a parent I've ever seen. And then he says, any notable? rants to highlight and I said we absolutely hated it <laughs> and he said yes and like things we talk about parents to, uh, to take uh, taking lesser jobs in order to be with their kids and then putting that pressure of earning money for scholarships on their kids because of their decision yikes and I said a friendship that apparently can't exist unless they're in the same school older and younger sister mentalities wealthy parents who are absentee uh we uh Yet we commend them when they show up at the end. Mackenzie Phillips being an okay mom. And he's like, sweet, I'll get something up. And then I continue. Cycles of abuse. Clearly, we really didn't like it. And he goes, heavy shit, man. And I'm like, but it's based on a true story. So neat. So, like, (laughs) yay. But that was, so, guys, that's an inner working of Secret Weapon Productions. And me... Uh, talking about movies we don't like. It really was a piece of shit. Um, shout out to Dan for yeah, shout for out being Dan. cool. Shout out Dan, you're cool. We, do we not shout out for Dan as often as we should? Shout out to Dan. Shout out to, shout out to Cameron. Shout out to Cameron. Shout out to Cameron. Who did an um, who did an amazing job on your theme song for Maya's planning. That's true. I love it. It it's is. like a thing of beauty. And I think if we keep talking about it, it'll happen, right? It's yeah. going to happen. Like, he'll do it. it. Like I think he'll feel me. like, oh, well, then I have to. Well, it's, like, right? really reminiscent of this movie that we just watched as far as, like, the song quality, the singing quality. I mean, it's just, I'm not sure there's any theme song that's ever been as good as the one he does for you. Like, ever. I mean, and I'm a pretty... I mean, Maya, I'm, like, not going to lie, I'm a little bit jealous. Um, And I think you should be. I mean, it's almost as good as an Alan Thick 
theme song. I don't know if you know this, but he was a songwriter and wrote a few theme songs. I'm, I'm, when you say talk about Alan Thicke, I just am reminded about how once while we were recording, I told you Alan Thicke died and the heartbreak that I had to endure. I didn't believe you. You did not believe me. <laughs> it's like, you're First lying. Off. You're lying. Why would you tell me this? And, yeah. Wow. Well, that was... Man, I know I didn't know Alan Thicke did that, but so I, Cameron Faring is the Alan Thicke of his generation. You heard truly, it here first, guys. Truly. You know. We're going to post everything Cameron Faring ever does He's all like, because we're such fans. Silence. I mean, in case you're wondering, I don't, I think, I think we've made it pretty clear. Cameron wrote our, our theme song, correct? Yeah. Like that's, that's the thing we've, we've explained. Pro- and what I love about it is he, we did not ask him to do it. He did it. And it just popped up into our inboxes one day, and it was the most amazing thing. And then we drunkenly were like, we're going to say booze, and can you put it in? And he did. He's wonderful. And it fit. And it also, amazing. if I, and if you died, he's who I'd ask to carry on the podcast. And I know the exact same would be the case <laughs> for if I died. This is true. Like, he would carry on the, that, like, because we love him so much. And I, I'm sad that I don't spend more time with him. Well, he lives in... Like Double I'm sad that he's, he's, yeah, um, but I mean that one that one time we were all in New York was amazing. Dan's wedding amazing. Cameron, this this podcast is dedicated to you. It's like a, it's like a, a little uh, uh, what's it called? Like a work of love. You know. Yeah. But for you, Cameron. It reminds me of that episode of 30 Rock where it's a flashback and it's Tracy Jordan, but it's Donald Glover as a young Tracy Jordan. He's like, this is for you, Jesus. But I want to say, this is for you, Cameron. (laughs) Cameron is my, is my Lord and Savior. (laughs) Okay. It got weird. It got weird when I did that. I think it was cute and now it's weird. Yeah. I mean, praise him, but yeah. Praise be to Cameron and uh, praise be to vodka. And also with you. A Secret Weapon Production.